Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on Family Values Radio website, and you can enjoy having your mortgage paid for a year. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. The winner will receive their mortgage or rent payments covered for a year. To enter, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win. And look for bonus entry opportunities. That's FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. And enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. Sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. See our website for details. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacobin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800 951 0592. Make sure your wealth is protected. Uh, as listen, you already know inflation is running wild. The Fed has blown it once again. No surprise. No surprise. If you actually listen to anything the Fed governors and the Federal Reserve has to say, especially over the last 20 years, they haven't gotten anything right. So make sure your assets are protected, uh, you know, and, and here's the problem with it all. You have to have it protected before it actually comes undone, right? It's just like uh, automobile insurance, right? If you don't have any automobile insurance and you get into a wreck, right, buying it after isn't going to do you any good. 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And I'm back here in the Valley of the Sun. It finally got a little cold. I mean, I actually, uh, now granted, it's extremely light, but I've got a light long, long sleeve shirt on. Uh, when I was left for work this morning, it was in the upper 40s at my house. Uh, you know, and I was in Colorado last week. And, I mean, it was hot there all last week. It was like in the mid-70s in the front range. Uh, Jason, is it cooled down there yet? Uh, we needed to snow up there. It, it cooled down. There's going to be something, you know, really what matters for you is the mountain snow. And so the mountains are going to get some yeah. snow, I think, later today. Uh, nothing down here, though. And then maybe later in the week some more. So it, it'll come. But I heard uh, uh, Hawaii got a, a blizzard in their mountains. <laughs> you know everything is messed up. When it's not snowing in Colorado, but yet it's snowing in Hawaii. Uh, that, that is, uh, yeah, something, something's not right. If you need another sign, right? <laughs> if you need another sign, there's another one, right? That things are not, uh, things, things are, are messed up. I mean, it, it's been a, a crazy last few years, you know, and, and all of the, virus stuff and now we've got the 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 new one so far here's the bad part jason is last week you know i gave my very unscientific uh you know feeling about about this new the omnicrom or whatever they're calling it virus that it was going to be weaker and eventually this was going to be the path where uh i think the coronavirus will eventually just be like the flu and all that other stuff. And I, I felt pretty good about it. But then I noticed over the weekend that Fauci uh, was saying what I was saying. <laughs> so that, now I'm worried I may be wrong. I, I still... 
I still think the Omicron is going to be the birther of the uh, whatever the, the next emergency they have to make up. So. See, yeah, and, I, and I'm like this. I, I, this is just my opinion because I do think it's it's a lesser version. Uh, we really would love this to become the dominant one. What they should be saying, at least in my opinion, is if you've got the Omicron, you go out, give it to everybody. Right, we want Omicron to get rid of Delta. Delta's worse. Uh, let, let's make this the the, the main one, and, and uh, then then we can be done with this thing. That would be nice, Joe. That would be nice if that's the way it's going. <laughs> I am Omicron, leader of the deceptive variants. Oh uh, yes, uh, no, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I did not sleep at a Holiday Inn, uh, and. Uh, my opinions are solely those of my own, and they're probably wrong. So uh, there, there, there you have it. Uh, but uh, it was a great trip up there in Colorado. Got to see a lot of a lot of our great listening audience, and, and we got a lot of we made a lot of progress. We got a lot of changes uh, coming to the radio station. Uh, we are completely uh, going to redo our transmitter site. We will no longer have, well, when we're done with it, we'll no longer have transmitter issues, knock on wood. Uh, but, uh, we got a lot of work to do. It's going to be, uh, the next, say, 120 days. There's going to be a lot of activity up there, uh, in Colorado. Got to thank, uh, Ramon and his guys over at KXXT. Uh, they, they're, uh, the rock here in Phoenix for us. Uh, but Jason, we, we, we're gonna have, it's gonna be a busy holiday season and it's, it's not gonna let up all the way, uh, through the, through the first quarter of 2022. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get used to saying 2022, which is coming up next. Uh, it, it should be a very interesting next three or four months. Yeah, I think it's gonna be the next, uh, year and a half, two years, Joe, is just going to get crazy. I, I actually now believe that we'll see uh, inflation into 2023 and, and, and deep into that year. I think this is the plan now, Joe. I, I'm, I'm convinced that runaway inflation is now the plan. I'm, I'm convinced of it. Well, you got to remember, we, we've said this all along. The Fed really doesn't have any more good choices. And, and this is what happens. You know, I, I, I liken it to uh, a liar. Okay, so you, you start out with one lie, right? and then to keep that lie going, you've got to tell another lie and another lie and another lie. And, and we're at the point now where uh, the, 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 you know, the, the parents have the child surrounded. They, they've told so many lies now that they've backed themselves into the corner, and, and we're just waiting. We're waiting for the child to finally admit, okay, I lied. You got me. Because they don't really have a good choice. It's either fight inflation and kill the economy. Right? Because as Jason and I have been telling you, I, I promise you this, a couple of quarter point interest rate rises is not going to fix the problem. Or, as Jason said, the other one, just let inflation run wild until you kill the economy. Either way, the economy ends up dead. Pacer Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. Pacer Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker. Uh, God, man, we got a lot of, lot of things going on. Uh, the phones have been ringing all morning long. Uh, I, I was just on the phone with banks confirming wires. I mean, Jason, uh, 
it, it has not slowed down at all. And, and really, when you start to think about it, I, I think a lot of people are starting to realize, uh, and it's not just our central bank, you know, and again, cause we, we live here, so, so we focus on ours, but when you really think about, uh, the European central banks, the Japanese central bank, our central bank, the, what I'll call the old guard, uh, uh, they're in a lot of trouble. And I think everybody knows it now. Listen, I promise you this, Fox and uh, CNBC, they're not going to tell you that. Right? Because their, their job, right, is to, to support and cheerlead the message until what? Until it finally breaks. Right? And, and again, just know when, when, when you start having uh, really all the smartest people in the room, Talking about how overvalued uh, the stock market is, the bond market—it's the biggest bubble of all time. Here's the funny thing: I want you to, just to point out how how weird it is. The Fed has started tapering. Right? We know that. We expect this week for them to announce that they're going to double the pace of the mm-hmm. taper. Yep. Which, if they do that. Then by the end of March or early April, depending on how the meetings fall, uh, taper will be over. Right? So, so the Fed will have stopped buying treasuries, stopped buying mortgage-backed securities. Now, just that alone, the fact that they started taper, and then think about it, you know, the, the re- really embarrassing part is a month later, they've got to say we've got to double it. Which just tells you how bad their policies have really been. But that should drive interest rates higher. Interest rates have actually fallen. The 10 year note uh, was down into the high one threes. Yeah. You know, so think about inflation. I know the way the Fed tracks it, it's six point something percent, six point two percent. Everybody knows it's over 10. And yet they're only going to give you 1.3% for a treasury. Nobody's buying a treasury. But again, I think, Jason, this is going to be a short-lived uh, aberration. And, and, and the the 10-year note and, and the U.S. bond market, I think people are going to realize uh, very, very quickly, and that's going to be the problem, because how do you go bankrupt? Well, it's gradual, and then it's all of a sudden. We're at right. this gradual part. When it gets to all of a sudden, I think you're going to see a massive increase in interest rates. Uh, if and that, I guess that's a big if, right, Jason? If they actually finish the taper and then talk and, and start raising rates, I don't know that they'll do it. You know, I kind of feel like they want to talk a big game. Maybe they do the taper. I don't know if they actually raise rates or not, Jason. If you uh, tell the rest of the world that the biggest holder of U.S. Treasuries is selling and now double selling, what does that tell everybody else that holds those? Well, maybe I shouldn't hold on to these either. I think they have to sell off their balance sheet as fast as they can, Joe, and this is what's going to happen. Maybe they go up a quarter point or, or, or maybe a half a point on interest rates if they can get that far in, let's say, February or March. And then, uh, oh, well, things are going to go bad, and, well, we're going to buy up all those treasuries you want to get rid of because the, the Fed operates different than everybody else, and it affects the interest rates in, in uh, the United States Treasury differently. They don't have to pay that necessarily. 
So I think they they have to double up the uh, selling of their balance sheet, Joe, as fast as they can because they're getting ready to buy a whole bunch more coming in. That's what's going to happen. They are not going to mess with this inflation. They want this inflation because the only alternative is a debt default, and that means the whole world says the Fed failed, and they're not going to have that, Joe. They're going to sell off their treasuries just so they can buy the next batch of worthless treasuries from everybody else that's selling them. It's like a big empty garbage can, Joe. Yeah, and I, and I, I you know, I, I don't think they'll sell off their treasure. They just, they're gonna uh, stop accumulating them, right? They're gonna have a balance sheet, you know, near nine trillion dollars. Right, exactly. But to Jason's point, but to Jason's point, that balance sheet is, it's not done. Mm-mm. It's gonna keep growing. Yep. Right. One, one Huge. way or another. But, but it's very interesting when you actually look like today, right now, the Wall Street, to, at least right now, and, and it's early. But the Dow's up 600 points. Yeah, they love that. <laughs> uh, 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 Makes no sense. Well, I, I think so. Oh, well, Omicron is not going to be that bad or, or, or whatever it may be. Right? Anything other than, well, let's not focus in on actual economics. Let's not do that. But it's something where Jason's done a really great job of telling you underneath, underneath, the what I'll call you know the big, the big five or six right, which is Apple, Amazon, Walmart, Microsoft, right? Uh, throw I guess you could throw Netflix in there, uh, but when you take away just that small little handful, the rest of the stock market is actually not performing very well at all. And when you look at it, you know, things like uh, DocuSign, Zillow, Open Door, Compass, uh, Redfin, right? Another, you know, think about the, these are the housing type related stocks. Uh, even Moderna, right, has had a tough go as of late. Uber, uh, Zoom, right? They, you know, all these, all these things that kind of rose up, uh, during the, uh, uh, the the lockdowns all of a sudden now are starting to have big big problems. And Jason, you you pointed this out. You know when when we talked about like the small cap stocks and all these other, it, it really isn't crashing. Yeah, it, it really isn't the picture that you think when you look at the headline number. I liken it very much, very very much, to the inequality that we see. Right, we have a very small few of billionaires that have made a ton of money. The vast majority of Americans have not. This is the stock market as well. Right? We've got a very small group of stocks. And because how Wall Street does you know, Wall Street they're really good. And, and what they do is they just say, hey, the, the really good stocks, they count more than the bad ones. So therefore, they can keep saying, look, it's at new all-time highs, life's great. But when you actually look at it, the market itself, Jason, is not very healthy. No, it's not. I actually believe the lower-end stocks and the upper-end stocks and housing, I think the prices of everything's going to go up next year, all of it. And they're disguising a market crash. If you have, let's just say, a doubling of price in food and energy, 100%, 
but you have uh, housing and uh, stock market goes up 20%, that's an 80% disparity. That's a crash right in front of us. Uh, you know, people don't understand this inflative cycle, how it hides really bad problems. If you're going to spend double on food or even 50% more on food and energy, you're going to feel like a market crash is happening. This, the, the news isn't going to report it, Joe. That's where we're headed. Yeah, and I think a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, throw me, I'm in the same circle. I think we've got one last push here, right? And, and, and maybe uh, you look at it through, through whether it's the first quarter or the first half of 2022, and then I think a big reversal is coming. Uh, because that by that point, the Fed's going to have to admit to the lie, right? They're going to either have to say, okay, right, we've already retired transitory, we stopped uh, buying all the bonds, uh, and now we, we've got to, and, and here's the problem, they're going to have to aggressively raise rates. This isn't going to be, hey, we're going to raise rates a couple quarter points here and there, and somehow it's all going to work out, Jason. That's not what we're talking about. I think we're going to see uh, inflation that just doesn't relent. That's well, we've right. already seen it. Look about look about what we've had this year. The whole time, well, it's transitory. It's transitory. It's transitory. It's transitory. And the whole time, think about this. Inflation, oh, it was 2.4. Then it was 2.7. Then it was 3.2. Then it was 3.4. Then it was 4.1. Then it was 4.2. Then it was 4.5. Then it, and then they make these up. Then all of a sudden it was 5.2. Then it was 5.4. Then it was 5.6. Then all of a sudden, boom, here's another. Now it's 6.2. Right? Yep. And, I, and why do I have the feeling it's going to be 6.4, 6.5, 6.8, 7.3? Then they're gonna right, to, and then it's going to be seven point five. Then they're going seven point six, Joe, eight point two. They're going to have to recalculate, Joe. That's what they're going to end up doing. Well, we'll just recalculate this new formula, Joe. It's not that bad. We're just recalculating. That's what's going to happen. And, it, and it's going to be interesting because again, uh, it, it's all going to depend. I I think on how close we are to the digital money. You know, Janet Yellen came out. Uh, I want to say uh, it was either Thursday or Friday with I haven't quite decided yet on where I am with the digital money which when you think about it here was somebody who denied it for a long time then said well you know we've had some meetings matter of fact when she was head of the Fed they were having meetings about it and then she said, but, you know, we're probably not doing that. And, and now all of a sudden, now it's, well, I haven't decided. Right? And it's just like there's no inflation. It's transitory inflation. It's time to retire that word. Okay, there's inflation. I think we're going to see the same thing with the digital currency. No, we're not doing it. Oh, we're looking at it, but we're still not doing it. You know what? I haven't decided yet. Oh, wait. I think we're going to do it. Yeah, Joe, I don't think they're going to raise interest rates next year significantly. I think they do it a, a, a small incremental couple times, and then the whole thing comes out down for a, a nice little sell-off, pullback, crash of the markets, and then this is going to keep on. The inflation won't stop. You know, if, if, if they go to 1%, the debt payment, the interest payments on our debt is more than Medicaid. If you go to 2%, 
the level of debt payments, you know, the interest payments on the debt goes more than Medicare and uh, the military budget. And if it gets to 3%, it's more than Social Security. They, they have no room. They can't, they can't raise the rates, Joe, significantly. They'll blow, they, they'll blow it up instantly. They can't, they and can't, this is they the, can't do the, it. And again, this is why when we started the show, right, it's like that kid that told a lie. Then he's got to tell another one. And then he's got to tell another one. They've been lying to us for 50 years. Listen, this didn't happen overnight. Right? This has been a long process. And again, everything is debt, 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 and debt. What they did this last time with coronavirus, the world has never seen, and by like a factor of five, so the amount of money they created is 500% more than the money that existed before. And already, think about the inflationary world we were already in before coronavirus, right? We were right. already running trillion-dollar deficits, right? We were all, the Fed was already buying bonds before coronavirus. They were already buying back and blowing up their balance sheet already. And now, Jason, they just blew apart the money supply. It's impossible for them to keep it in. Part of their buying the bonds, so people know, was to keep the money supply out of the economy. Yep. Just the fact that they're going to stop buying them now, that all that money now has to go back into the economy. It's actually going to make the inflation problem worse. Joe, what they did, uh, what which, they did in 2020, Joe, what they did in 2020 with that money supply, they just boosted it. They're going to do that again next year. I guarantee they're going to do this almost the same or maybe even double the money printing next year. They're going to do it again. Everybody better hang on to your hats. Make sure you have your assets protected. you got to keep money in the bank, but I wouldn't be keeping extra in the bank. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. No, sir. Yes, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. And, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about what the Fed, what can they do, what can't they do. Uh, the, the, their balance sheet has exploded. Now they're, we're expecting them to announce that they're going to double the size of the treasury auctions. And, and you know what, uh, starting to, starting to hear whispers this morning. Cause everybody, you know, I think a lot of people want to say, see, this is the right thing. The Fed's doing the right thing. Right, because you know, instead of oh, we caught the Fed lying again. Oh well, they're doing the right thing. They got to speed it up because you know inflation. And see, they're trying to be tough on inflation, which of course we know nothing could be further from the truth. And now they're they're saying that they're going to possibly double the size uh, of it. And, and now some ve- in the in some very corners of the treasury market. People are starting to wonder who's going to buy it if the Fed isn't buying it, Jason. Did I lose Jason? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Jason. I'm here. Yeah, my mic wasn't on. That's uh, yeah. You're right, Joe. And uh, here's here's the, here's the thing. One of the ways that uh, lo, you know that that this stuff gets paid for is taxes. And uh, you know, if everything's getting inflated, Joe, the prices go up, the taxes go up. 
What a brilliant way to get the few people that are actually paying taxes to bear the weight of all of this inflation. They're going to milk what middle class and, and upper middle class, you know, uh, as much as they can to pay for this extra debt that they're going to keep piling on. Because yeah, that's the one thing they do best, Joe, is printing. And they know they've got that sitting there, and they're going to use it next year. I'm telling you. The, the well, middle they, class they, get wiped out. It. Yeah, they, they talk about having all kinds of tools. They really don't. They really have one tool, and that's the problem. Uh, now Bloomberg is saying that they, listen to this, they're expecting on the next Fed inflation announcement, which is going to be the 10th, okay, so that's later this week. Now remember, the last one came in at 6.2. They, they expect the CPI to surge again in November. For this will be for a November number. Jason, they're thinking 6.7 is going to be the number later this week. That's a half of a percent jump in 30 days. And I think a lot of people are saying, once again, and I've been saying it all along, the Fed is so far behind the curve. But again, remember when they came up with 2%. What did they, oh, no, it's just 2%. As soon as it got over to you, I, I, what did I tell you was going to happen? Oh, it's okay. Don't worry. It's fine. We're now at 6. If this is right, we're going to see 6.7, which is what they're willing to admit to. We know it's more. But, but I want you to honestly think about this for just a minute. For all you people that don't think, you need to own gold and silver. You, for all of you that think your money's going to be safe in those bank accounts, who in their right mind? You know what? Let me go look at something. Hold on a minute. I know it's radio and it's 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 uh, <laughs> hard to see. I just pulled up the bond market. The ten-year note. It's up a little. The yield's up a little bit today. It's at one point three nine percent. Who in the right mind would invest in something that was going to lose them 5.3%? Who would do that? Who would sign up for that? Yes, I would like you to take 5.3% of my money. Because anybody that's buying a 10-year note today, that's what they're asking for. And this is the, the, the issue, because the law of economics has not stopped. If the Fed says the inflation rate is 6.7, the 10-year note then should be yielding close to 8%. Right? Because at least they can say, hey, look, it, you're still making money, even though inflation's devaluing. You're still coming out, you know, a little over a percent ahead. But to Jason's point, what would happen? You, you, think, you have no idea what would happen with a 10-year note at 8%. I mean, uh, the, the Dow would probably be back at that 6,700 number. Yep. Right? The, the interest payments on the debt. It would be all of Medicare and Medicaid, all of Social Security, 
all of the military budget combined and then probably multiplied by two. That would just be the interest on the debt. So when Jason's sitting there saying, listen, they can't fight inflation, this is what he's talking about. Yeah, there's no more Volcker. Right, they, they can't pull a, a Volcker this time. They can't because the debt's different than it was in the 70s. Yeah, you know, the, the great Paul Volcker, the debt didn't even hit a trillion dollars until Volk, Volcker had already crushed inflation. And debt to GDP right, was only 30% back then. We're at 122% now. Yeah, debt to GDP, and really we're actually more than that when you throw the Fed's balance sheet on there as well, because that's debt too. Yes. yes. Yep, right? So we, really when you throw it on there, we're, we're so far above it. You know, we've got a GDP of, let's say, $21 trillion. You know what? Let's go crazy, $22 trillion. We've got a debt that by, by you know, of course, that, now the new debt ceiling is the middle of February, but we've got debt that we know of, of forty trillion. So really, when you think about it, it's almost double. Now they don't want to count the Fed's nine trillion. See all these little things, all these games they play to try to make it better than what it appears. We're not stupid. You all listening out there, you know that's idiotic. Why? Is, who in the right mind? would buy U.S. debt when we know inflation's at 10, they're going to admit to 6.7, and they're only going to give us 1.39 or 1.4. Heck, let's go nuts, 1.5. Right. That dog doesn't hunt. Most of this debt, Joe, is is uh, coming due in 60 months or less, which means no one's buying 30 and 10-year hardly at all now. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's all short term, right? They want to reel it off short term. Uh, but but Bloomberg is saying uh, this is going to be the worst inflationary spiral uh, that we've seen. And I and I just hate to tell you this: you're all being led astray, uh, and, and nobody wants to deal with the realities. Get your gold, get your silver put away. You've got extra money in that bank account. Right, if you need somewhere else to put it besides gold and silver, call me. I'll put you with my son and get you going. We'll be back. You could enjoy having your mortgage paid for a year. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. To enter, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the banner. That's FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. 800-951-0592. Gold's flat today. Uh, well, down a dollar right now. We'll see if it lasts here. 17, uh, 80, 50, 17, 81. Uh, silver is down 16 cents. And, and again, still the most undervalued commodity, uh, out there. I've got silver wise, I've got a great deal today. I just don't have a ton. I've got 200 rolls of quarters. So that's two bags of quarters. Regular price two forty five a roll. Today I got these two bags saved twenty bucks a roll, and that's huge. And junk and junk or utility silver. So I've got quarter rolls of quarters, Jason, two hundred and twenty five dollars this morning at eight hundred nine five one 
0592. And Jason, we, we know how difficult and how hard it is to, to get silver lately. So, uh, take advantage. Yeah, in 1964, that roll of quarters was, uh, 10 bucks. <laughs> so, that doesn't seem to be going down anytime soon, Joe. So this is, uh, so, this is the lowest we've had it in a while. Do the math on that. And by the way, that's also available online at allamericangold.com. Do the math. That was ten dollars, nineteen sixty-four. That roll—that's forty quarters in a roll—was ten dollars. It's now two hundred and twenty-five dollars on sale. So what used to cost ten bucks now costs two twenty-five, and and. We're in the throes of the worst inflation we've seen in 50 years. Which means what? This thing is going to get even worse. Uh, This is what they've done. They pulled the wool over our eyes and they've got all the cheerleading. They convinced us that 401ks were great. Listen, if 401ks were so... You know what? We should have hundreds of thousands, not even hundreds, millions of millionaires right now. But we don't. And really, let's face it, the average balance on a 401k is still only $100,000. And the 401ks, they've been around for 40 years now. And all it was was a way to what? Get us to bankroll them. How do we get more money into the debt market? And it was simple. Take away their pensions. Lie about what a great thing these 401ks are. And they won't even know what happened to them. And they're, and they're, and they're right. Everybody that had a pension, they did so much better than everybody that's been stuck with a 401k. Cause honestly, think about it. You're 65 years old. You're gonna retire. What's a hundred thousand dollars gonna do you? Less than What's it did. It's going to do, do way less than did uh, in years past. That's for sure. Right? It's got nothing. It's going to do nothing, and and that's really the problem. You know, Social Security uh, again, another big inflation. Uh, by the way, December thirtieth. Those of you that get your money on December thirtieth, you're going to see the the new cola payments. Ever, you know, and then obviously January, uh, the new cola payments all kick in. And I promise you, the government numbers didn't have, uh, what did they get, 5.9%, something like that. That wasn't penciled into the number, right? The the, the debt bubble here, Jason, is really starting uh, to affect economic policy. And this is where the danger zone is. When the debt got so big that you no longer could practice good economic policy. And that's what we have here. Jay Powell knows it. Janet Yellen knows it. Right? Everybody out there, listen, all the paper guys are all saying, oh, don't worry. The Fed's only going to raise rates a little bit. And then, uh, then they, and then they won't raise it anymore. Could be, well, they won't say because they can't. 
But they think, Jason, that somehow the laws of economics aren't going to apply and the Fed only needs to raise rates a little bit and, and then it'll be able to stop and inflation's going to get itself under control. It's not going to happen. Yeah, your paycheck and your Social Security check every month is not going to keep up with what's going on. It's just not. Just just drive through some ne- neighborhoods. That, drive through the neighborhoods you're familiar with and start looking at how many more cars are in the driveways, Joe. That's one way to look at it. You know, when you think about it, they're giving you whatever the number, 5-7, whatever the number was, and now Bloomberg's saying, hey, later this week, they're going to admit to 6.7. Yep. Right? So so you're already losing. But we already know what. That number's not true anyway. Right? We know. It's probably 10 is an understatement. It's probably closer to 15%. Uh, and, and this is just really, I, I think this is the end of this cycle and and the and the problem is this is going to be the biggest bubble yet, right? This is going to be the biggest bubble yet. I think we're going to see the whole banking industry is going to be by the time we're done with this is going to look nothing like uh, what what it is today. The you know already listen we've already gone from eighteen thousand banks to where are we at four or five thousand banks and shrinking uh, and I think Jason by the time we're done we're going to end up with maybe four hundred banks maybe and I don't even know if banks the right word when we're done right they may be more like glorified hedge funds uh, and the Federal Reserve is going to be where most people bank money distributors I guess <laughs> there won't be much else for them to do uh, look one of our advertisers Tehebo T in about four weeks are going to boost their prices by 40 percent yeah that's six percent rise in your in your social security or, or getting a two dollar an hour raise at your job is not going to keep up with this stuff you're not going to be able to buy the stuff you bought before it's this is why if you have anything that you can save and tuck away better throw it in gold and silver quick because that's what the rest of the world's doing Joe Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two uh rolls of silver quarters today, uh saving twenty dollars a roll at two hundred and twenty-five dollars a roll uh at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh I do have twenty-five ten dollar liberties. Uh those just uh, popped up on my screen here just a just a moment ago. Uh, let me get you a price here. Hold on a minute here. Uh, All right. I've got twenty twenty five ten dollar liberties at a thousand forty. So a thousand forty on ten dollar libs. Rolls of silver quarters uh, at two twenty five. Uh, Jason, I am now being told uh, this is just breaking here. Shortages at the London Gold Exchange and the COMEX. Uh, gold has just gone positive now, uh, 1783 and change here. But uh, they're saying delivery times now from the exchanges, 8 to 10 weeks, uh, which, again, uh, the, the physical side and the paper side, Jason, they're just on, on, on two different levels. Jeez, I, I feel guilty when I, we have a, maybe a week or two weeks to ship something to here and get some, something to somebody for our customers. Now I, I hear them at eight to ten weeks. I'm like, oof. Eight to ten weeks. And think about this. And, again, the paper side wants to believe J-Pow. They want to believe it. They have to. I get it. they got no other choice. 
the physical markets are saying something entirely yep. different, and it's unrelenting. And a lot of people, at least, and this is just uh, the, the, the rumor mill, is central banks are lined up in line waiting for their turn to get deliveries either from London or from the COMEX and that they're talking about delivery times of 8 to 10 weeks. I've never heard of such a thing. 8 to 10 weeks gives them 8 to 10 weeks to cancel on you if you're looking for yours. That's 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 scary. Because well, yeah, let's face it, that's the one good, you know, people don't talk about that enough, right? They can cash settle you at any moment, and you don't get what you ordered, period. Yep, yep, that's a danger. It's, that's why it's good to deal with us. We lock you in, and you come in and get it. If it takes a week for, to, for it to ship to Colorado, for example, you'll get and get it at that price because we lock it in. We make sure we're, it's coming. Or, better yet, when it comes to something like $10 Liberties, if I have a few in the vault, I can call you in the next day or two because, hey, I'll, I'll make sure the ones you ordered are shipped to me for the next guy. It works really well. I mean, uh, we don't keep a lot of inventory, but uh, we're, we can be a lot faster and a lot more uh, solid when it comes to the deals we make. Yeah, we'll put it this way. We don't sell anything we can't get. get. And and I would say, right, uh, a week is, is 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 probably about normal, uh, no longer than two. Uh, and if it's more than two, we've, we've, we'll, we will have, would have told you that uh, right from the very get-go. Uh, I can't imagine it, how close are we uh, to some form of major market correction here. And that's the problem. Uh, if, if any little misstep by the Fed, any buckling of the markets, this thing could turn into an avalanche. Absolutely, Joe. This this is why I said next year, you watch out, man. This thing could get really, really ugly really fast. And They just created, listen, it's not, they just created too much money, Jason. They're going to create more. They're going to do more. I'm, just, I'm telling you, the, the, the big the big bump in money creation in 2020 will be repeated and even worse in 2022. It's the only place they got to go, Joe. 